Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I thought I'd share some updates with you. I want to start off by mentioning and reminding people that I'm not a psychologist or a doctor. I'm not any type of a counselor. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm just choosing to talk about it. I want to share a few inspiring things that happened recently. One of them was something I actually didn't think would be inspiring, but it was. And another is something I've been preparing for the last few weeks for. My first topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about the TV show on A&E called Intervention. I recently found inspiration from this show, and maybe since I found inspiration, what I'm going to share might help you too. Especially if you're someone who's coping with life's problems by using substances or alcohol. My second topic, I want to share a poem that I'll be presenting tomorrow evening for a large group of people here in Springfield at the Poets and Writers Group. I was asked to pick out a photo that a local artist took and write a poem about it. I chose a photo of a blue-colored leaf. I wrote about denial and how sinister Mother Nature can be. Remember, I've mentioned before how writing stories, poems, etc., it can help with cognitive abilities, and this is something that us people with complex PTSD tend to struggle with, is issues with cognitive abilities. So that's why I'm training myself in creative writing. I'll mention more of that again later on. In relation to the first topic, I recently watched Intervention. I haven't watched this show in years. I think they just started a new season, but my point relates to two of the past seasons which they recently showed episodes of just a couple days ago. One episode was filmed in 2008 and another in 2011. Both of the people that were the focus for the shows had different types of addictions. One was a young woman in her 20s named Allison. She was a former pre-med student, very bright, but she was addicted to inhaling spray that you use to clean computers with. And another was a guy named Eddie. He was a former star college baseball player who ended up getting cut from his college baseball team due to drug and alcohol use, and he was now in his early 30s. I must say that after watching these two particular stories, I came to a refreshing conclusion. The first conclusion was that I had a lot in common with these two particular people, and that made it much more relatable. The young woman, Allison, had issues with her mother, she had issues with childhood abuse, and family denial related to her speaking up about the abuse. Her childhood abuse also happened to her sister, which was very similar to my own situation. Remember how I have talked in the past about Laura Palmer and the show Twin Peaks? Well, this is right on point with that. This woman, Allison, would have been around my age when the show was filmed, and that, again, made it much more relatable for me. She also had a similar sense of humor to mine. She would make sarcastic jokes while she was completely high out of her mind. I know that's not necessarily funny, but it, again, was something that that made me relate to this person, which, in the end, helped me. She eventually had to have everything taken away from her, including her cats, before she got sober. In the other episode, Eddie was just a few years older than myself at the time, and he reminded me a lot of an athlete I used to party with, who was also just a couple years older than me. 
I used to look up to this person when I was in my early adult years. I won't mention that person's name, but he was very similar to Eddie in the show. He even had a very similar sense of humor. Eddie was very boyish and had a father who played baseball, and his father admitted that he had been pretty hard on Eddie growing up to, to be this amazing baseball player. That's why he was hard on him. Eddie signed on to Duke baseball in college, but slowly fell into partying too much, and he got cut from the team. He eventually got married and opened a restaurant, but the marriage and restaurant both failed. He then started using women for places to stay, live, and he started lashing out at his relatives. To make a long story short, in both of these episodes, the people did end up getting better, and at the end they looked so much healthier. Eddie's eyes were more open, and he was happier. He realized he didn't know how to cope with losing, and that was his problem all along. Eddie is now a Little League baseball coach, and Allison seemed so much in control when she got sober, and I I believe she eventually got her cats back, and she now works in a drug rehab counseling facility. Besides these two people being relatable for me, there was another more important conclusion I came to. They were using drugs and alcohol as a way of coping. And that's what we all had in common too. Myself included. We all just happened to use this form of coping. There wasn't anything fundamentally wrong with us. We just chose that way to cope. Other people cope in other ways. But this is the route we happened to choose. And that was a huge eye-opener for me to see that in these two people. And in my opinion, it really is the opposite of coping when you use drugs or alcohol. It's more like you are unraveling yourself and you're increasing the likelihood to let out really deep emotions that you probably weren't taught how to let out. But for whatever reason, we still use the word coping. I like to use the word unraveling. The point is, there's definitely a much better way to cope than what these two people and myself have done in the past. Me in particular with my drinking. I think if you see your addiction in this way, as I did just in the last two days, it can really help to realize you don't need to do that or engage with it, since it's just a way of coping that tons of other people have done in the past and you can move away from it. You don't need to unravel yourself. There's other ways to cope in a healthy way. I just wanted to share how something as simple as this TV program can really bring a good lesson into a person's life. The other thing I thought I would share is the poem. By the way, I am still working on my short story about Cecil, Babel, and the story of the two kingdoms, which relates to complex PTSD. I'll try and get back to that in one of my next podcasts. I've mentioned before that I think critical thinking and writing is great for us people with complex PTSD. As I've talked about in this podcast, when you have complex PTSD, particularly from childhood, your cognitive processes don't function the way they should. Your cognitive functions are your memory skills, logic and reasoning, and attention skills. So doing things like writing or playing logic games, which I do on YouTube, that can really help improve your cognitive skills, and that helps with everything. That's one reason I write. It's one reason I write poems, and it's the reason I wrote the play I did a year ago, and it's the reason I'm writing that short story about Cecil and the Two Kingdoms. 
Now that I've pointed all of that out, here's the poem that I will be sharing. I'll be reading this tomorrow. It's titled The Blue Leaf. I once was a fable in a poor boy's world. Lots of familial denial, reality put up for sale. Then one day I showed up, all blue and falling down through the autumn breeze. A blue leaf, but whom is it that shall find me? It shall be the poor boy, all grown up. No longer am I just a fable. A look of shock as he reaches down to grab me. Lack of comprehension, his eyes are worlds colliding. The denial he had once escaped crashes back into his adult world. The blue leaf, the blue leaf, memories are now flooding. His mother's old denial the reality put up for sale. This can't be, he exclaims. Who could possibly have brought this before my eyes, he wonders. He hears a faint voice in the distance. Tis I, poor boy, your mother, mother nature. The stories were always true, I'm afraid. You are my son forever. And I'll leave it at that. This is the PTSD, the complex PTSD guy signing off.